Is this that awkward silence where you're recording? Yeah. Nothing? That's <laughs> happening here? Yeah, yeah. Job, I'm recording. Man. Okay. So, we are here with Hunter uh, in the black shirt, black hat. And Hunter is our new intern out of Alabama. Um, time out, guys. Time out. Time out. Props on everybody wearing hats tonight. I don't know how that got uh, that happened there, but it, it works. Thank you. Dude, <laughs> this is, check this out. This is my Daytona Speedway hat. Daytona? Literally, I got this when I lived in Jacksonville, so it would have been like 91. would have been a little kid going to the races with my dad, and uh, he got me this hat. And I was at my parents' house on Saturday, and I saw it in a drawer, and I was like, Holy hell, that thing is awesome. <laughs> so I've been wearing it like every day since, what, Saturday. Um, Wasn't that like one of the first trips that we ever went together on for S3? Was, yeah, was to Daytona spring, break, Bay, to bash, spring Break Nationals. That's I don't know right. what it was back then, but yeah. 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 Spring Break Nationals, that's what it was. Yeah. I went awesome. to Tuner Bash back in like 02, and it was, it was a riot. It was out of control, man. It was like, that was insane. It was like the heyday of just import hoonage, you know? And it was it was nuts, man. Me and my buddy, uh, my roommate in college, like, a couple people had gotten girlfriends. Well, I'm rambling now. But a couple of our roommates had gotten girlfriends, and they were all going to, like, Mexico. And we were like, man, screw this. And he had a prelude, and I had the DSM, and we were like, let's go down to Panama City. So we both drove, you know, with our little walkie-talkies, went down to Panama City, got in a bunch of trouble, and then after like three days, we're like, dude, let's go to Daytona, they got something going on there with cars. So then we drove from Panama City to Daytona, the two of us, each in our cars, and uh, and got to Daytona, and it was just insanity, just burnouts everywhere, and, and you know, it'd take you an hour and a half to go like a quarter mile down the road, it was just, <laughs> it was nuts, man. And uh, it was great, and and then we spent a couple of days there, and then headed back home. That was when That's gas nuts. was one dollar a gallon. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah obviously, freaking three dollars and fifty cents for ninety three. Oh yeah, no, we used to have a rule, man: no more than two people in a car. Period. Like that was it. So, <laughs> but anyway, okay. So back on track. Hunter is uh, one of our our two new interns. Um, He's kind of a little YouTube guru, you know, so he's been kind of helping us do this kind of stuff because it's weird for us. Um, but, uh, what, you're out of Alabama. I'm trying to think. What's the ba- What's your YouTube name? Just my name, Hunter Rollins. See? All right. Easy. Um, that easy. <laughs> fair enough. All right, so what we're doing tonight is what do we get for 10000 So it's a simple game. What do we get for $10,000 car-wise? Um... If we had it right now and we were going to blow it, we each got, what, three or four options. Um, Hunter, since since you're the fucking new guy, you want to go first? <laughs> I guess I will. All, All right. right. So I guess we'll just dive straight in. So I got four cars. Wait. So I'm... Okay. Do one and then justify it. Okay. So I'll, I'll, say I'll go from like... What's that? Yeah, we'll tell you why you're wrong. Okay, I'll go from like least to greatest. So to start off, number four, that would probably be an E36 BMW M3. So they're kind of like right on the borderline of 10 grand. Some are a little more, some are a little less. But if you get like upper 100,000 miles, 
then I think you could get a, a pretty nice M3 for ten grand. So one of, I, one of the cars on my list kind of fits into the same category, and you're getting a very cool car, but you're getting a shitty rundown version of that very cool car. Um, I like yeah. the pick though. Yeah, yeah, so, I, that's actually a good one. I didn't think about that one. I'm an idiot. So there's that. I, I don't really know of a good way to necessarily justify it. I mean, it, it's a dip three. Like, it's every, like, because, you know, you have, like, your regular, like, civic era car enthusiast, mm-hmm. and then you have, like, the luxury car enthusiast. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all the guys wanting the IS300s and the M3s, then you mm-hmm. have the dudes wanting, like, the civics and everything else. So I, I felt like it fits in, like, a good category of like, man, I really have this ten grand, but I want something way out of my league. So I like yeah, I'm it. just gonna get like a super high mileage BMW. But anyways, no, so I like number- it because it's kind of a car worth saving. You know, like it yeah. might give you some problems, yeah. uh, but it's kind of worth fixing the problems. And it's kind of uh, it's a forever car. Like you could have that well, car, car has- from twenty to seventy. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's an E36 M3. It appeals to everybody. You're not gonna outgrow it. So yeah. So moving cool. on. No way. Hang on. Save the other oh. ones, and then we'll go in rotation. I guess. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I like. Mike, it. go ahead and tell them what your C5 is. <laughs> oh damn it! You <laughs> me. I'm not going to start with that one now. Okay. Bastard. Uh, no, I'm going to go with a, a Toyota MR2 Turbo. Okay. I like it. I was actually thinking the MR2, but okay. everybody's like, those are extremely dangerous cars. So I was like, ah, I don't I'll care. Not on that one. Target yeah, top, nice, turbo, rear wheel drive, fun car, man. Um, I forgot they made those in turbo. What? Yeah. yeah. The spiders aren't worth turbo. getting. You got to get That's why we want one. them. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. Uh, back in like, God dang it, here I am with all the grandpa stories tonight, but back in like 99, 2000, we were rolling down to Nopi Nationals, and it, you know, it was me and my buddies, and we were cruising, and, and a couple, of, there was always like this super strong MR2 club, like they would always roll together, this was back in the day, and they were kind of pushing their way through traffic, you know, it was a two-lane little highway, and then they just, man, shit and get, they were gone, and that was the moment that I was like, you know, they kind of broke through and just went, gone you know and i was like good god man and that was before i had the turbo eclipse that was when i had the non-turbo eclipse because i couldn't afford the turbo yet and it was just like oh man those cars were bad so anyway yeah mr2 that's another good one all right well you're up making me question my choices here uh first choice a tj jeep wrangler because it's the ultimate good guy car that would be nice. I wasn't expecting that, but I like it. Yeah, I thought yeah. we were picking race cars or tuner cars, but apparently Willie's just making his own rules. Not always, man, <laughs> because I want to be the good guy in the romantic comedy. And so I'm going to drive the 97 to 2006 Jeep Wrangler with a little bit of, like, you know, faded clear coat on the hood. Um, but you can get At them for... At this point in its life, how many transmissions has it gone through? Ah, who cares? You can change one on the side of a trail. It's not a big deal. Um, no, but that's why I would pick it because it is like, you know, a Jeep Wrangler is the most modified vehicle on the planet. So there's not going to be any trouble finding parts, whether it's OEM replacement or aftermarket parts. Um, you can go out and find yourself in the woods and find a new part of yourself. You are the ultimate good guy. You know, if you got a freaking Wrangler and a dog, come on. like like that's it so uh you don't have a dog i would recommend nah man but i can get 
a dog with the money I have, they're like, I'll, I'll adopt a dog. That's even like cooler, you know? Um, even more good guy. <laughs> it's just like, it's a totally recommended car. You know what I mean? It's just something that it's like, man, get yourself a Jeep. It'll change your life. If it doesn't, you can sell it and make money. So that would be my first choice. True. TJ, all day. LJ, if I could afford it, which is like the TJ, but like a little bit longer wheelbase, but I don't think you can really get them for 10 grand. Yeah. All right, Hunter, you're up. Hunter, number two. All right. All right, so <clears throat> next on the list, ah, C5 Corvette. God I mean. Dang you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, no, is he gone again? I mean, I mean, come a, a six-speed, you know, LS and, like, a, like the perfect well, – I mean, come on. The pop-ups, dude. You, I can't even get past too. the pop-ups. It's perfect. No, it's perfect in you. every way me and, for ten grand. Me and Mike know? were talking about the C5 because it is the best bang for the buck. Problem is, at ten grand, you are going to have a hard time finding your, your six-speed or whatever it is, your manual – um but it can be done it can be done yeah it can be done it's right there in the in-between because it's not really quite a ten thousand dollar car yet but it you can damn sure find one for yeah it's like like right on the border i was looking yeah uh but by the next price bracket like the 15 you can find them all day long so yeah no that works that's a good one and you can't argue with it it's probably the smartest choice if you're looking for a sports car yeah. All right. Was that one of yours, Mike? That was. That was my, my numero uno. I was going to wait to do that one. Thanks yeah, for stealing my should never there, Hunter. All right, so go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm up. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Nissan 350Z Infinity G35. So I like you can get it. A, you can get them for super cheap. Yeah. Easily modifiable car. Yeah. Good looking. Can we get a convertible? Um, sure, we can get a convertible. I always kind of like the 350Z vert, you know, if you get the 6 Hate them. Oh. <laughs> I, I oh, actually man. have a friend that has a, a G35 that he got from his brother that's painted Ferrari Abu Dhabi blue, like the legitimate paint code, because his brother twin-turboed it, built it for 1,000 horsepower, and then it blew up on the dyno. So his Wait, brother just threw it in a storage building, and he was like, hmm... So he bought a part. He bought a part wrecked parts car from Copart, stocked the engine in it, and now he's driving around a Ferrari painted G thirty five, and it's like the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I like this thing is awesome. Nice. No, yeah, that one was definitely on my short list, um, but I had a strategy here. So the first car was the good guy car. The second car is the fun car, and that for me would be the S two thousand. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's got to make the list, right? Somebody had to say it. <laughs> that was next on my list. I, it, it, you know, I mean, like that M3, it's something you could keep forever. It's always going to be cool. Um, yeah. When they came out, they made, what, the most power per liter of any car. So it's got, dude, it's significant. And it's fun as hell to wind out a convertible to 9,000 RPM. Um, so, yeah, that would be the car. I think Maybe. I was tossing around a Boxster because, like, Boxster's got more pedigree, you know, like a Porsche's got more heritage, but the ST1000's kind of like the modern-day hot rod because you can work on it, you know? Like, the Boxster, you're going to run into freaking problems, and when you do, it's going to be expensive, and it's going to be stuff you can't reach. 
You know, the S2000 is the kind of car where you just doop, pop the hood. And actually, Guy was just telling me the other day that is technically a mid-engine car, which I never really thought about. Because the motor is totally behind the front axles. So technically, that makes it a mid-engine car. And it's a convertible, and I got convertible problems, obviously. Every car I ever yeah. pick is some sort of convertible. Yeah, this is a new thing with you. I, I don't know what's going on in the last two months, but you're all about convertibles. Verts, verts, verts. Man. It's good for the hair. But I think, I don't I know think if the I S2000... What's that? I think the S2000 is another one of those cars that's sitting like right on the border of you almost can't get it for ten grand. No, nah, man, you can get them ragged out for. You, that's the only drawback of the S2000 is that as they get cheaper, the demographics of the owners, the the types of people that are owning them, is getting a little juvenile, and that can be bad for the aftermarket, bad for the image of the car, which is why I would maybe steer towards the Boxster S, because me being an old fart is like, okay, you know, kids aren't going to mess with the Boxster S, whereas the kids might drag down the image of the S2000, but you know what? I don't care, man. You know, an S2000 is still an S2000. It's still going to be an awesome car, um, no matter what. And I think, at least here in the Atlanta area, which is saturated with cars like that, I think you can get them for... Eight, eight or nine, pretty much all day long. I mean, they I might have consistently. They there, might yeah. have a hundred thousand miles plus, but it'll be an AP one. But you know, it'll be a good car, good enough. The Hondas. Yeah, yeah, it's a Honda. It's like... <laughs> hey, who cares? <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. Like, it'll be fine mm -hmm. for two hundred thousand miles. Yeah. Um, and it's a Honda, so you pretty much got to drive it off a cliff for it to be totaled. Yeah. So, all right, Hunter, you're up. Well, that's 2000 was next on my list, so I guess ah, I gotta go somewhere else. Gotcha. So, I guess I'd have to go for number two. I'd probably have to go for a little bit of a tie, probably between like an Audi S4 Quattro or maybe like an IS300 or something of the sorts. Just because, like, the Audi S4 Quattro, they're a little bit more expensive to work on, a little bit harder to attain parts for, but just, I mean, the car as it sits is great around corners. I mean, it ha it doesn't have a lot of power, but it, it has the power that you need just to have a blast with it. And my friend picked one up in rough condition for three grand. You know, it's just kind of one of three those grand, cars. That if gives you're, you seven grand to fix all the problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, to it, fix it, the main problem. <laughs> if you're willing to put the work in, I mean, no. especially for ten grand, you can get a pretty nice one. I like I mean, your I strategy. Think it's, they're, I mean, it, they're, it's they're a both, nice car. They're both sexy cars. They're both right there on the cusp of when you still really had these little sports sedans. You know, they're sedans, but they were kind of smaller and sportier. And I like the strategy of picking a sedan. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge sedan fan. I don't know what it is. Like, just four doors. I'm just like, yes. I'm not. But, hey, you know, sometimes that's a requirement. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for people out there that need a four-door... They probably get pissed when we're like S two thousand MR two, you know. <laughs> um, all right, Mike. All right, uh, all mine have kind of been taken, so I'm going off the cuff here. Uh, but my next one is a sedan. I'd say WRX STI if you can get it. it it's tough under ten thousand dollars, but you know you can definitely get some nice bug eyes for ten grand. Man, that makes me want to get an SRT four and beat you. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to change my last one. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's cool. They're good. Um, 
All right, so my third choice was kind of my wild card. And my wild card was going to be to find, like, an early 70s Charger. Like a 73, like the one from Burn Notice, because it's just badass. Uh, Burn Notice itself was badass. See, he knows. So many people are like, (laughs) what show? And I'm like, how do you guys not like Burn Notice? Every episode. And then you get them TV snobs that are like, oh, that show is kind of, like, lame. I'm like... You freaking mean awesome, dude. Like, they're like, the acting is bad. I was like, no, that's what makes it freaking awesome. No, yeah. Yes. So It's like the best spy show in history. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kick-ass. Um, so, it might be hard to find a 72 or 3 or whatever that is. Uh, so, contingency by a 2008 Charger SRT8. Which at first you're gonna say you can't get that for ten grand. I'm gonna say I can because I'm gonna find a wrecked one and I'm not gonna fix it. I'm gonna bag it. I'm gonna take it out to a field and we're gonna shoot it. And then we're gonna stick <laughs> like not with a camera. We're gonna shoot it. And then we're, <laughs> and then we're gonna <laughs> stick fog machines up in the grill. Put badass wheels on it. Don't touch anything else. Go drive it up against the guardrail on 285. Just destroy the thing. <laughs> but just make it cosmetic and then just gangster it out. Just pull up to lights, slam it down, hit the fog machine. Steam will come up out the roof. You'll be the baddest dude around. And you can do it for eight, ten grand. What? Game over. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have no comment. I don't know what to say. I've been wanting to do that forever. And I want to do it with a cop car, with a cop charger. The problem is... Please, can we those, get an interceptor? Those cars are really road hard and put up wet. So I might get the SRT8 and just find one wrecked. You're talking about shooting the freaking car in a field. Who gives a shit if it's been driven hard? Well, I want it to be reliable. <laughs> After you shoot it? <laughs> Slam it into a guardrail? Strategically. <laughs> yeah, well, strategically put it in a guardrail and shoot it. No. No such thing. Man, Instagram hero. I want to see you do it. I wish, yeah. This magazine would make uh, us some uh, damn money out of done it already. You know <laughs> I'm hood rich enough to do that immediately. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Does anybody have any more cars? Well, I mean, my last one was going to be the WRX STI. But I guess ju- just for the sake, early 2000s Mustang GT. Yeah. You're freezing up. You said yeah, Mustang I mean, GT, and then the you just said that out. they come out with. <laughs> Say what? You're breaking up. Okay. okay. Yeah, so the early 2000s Mustang GT. Just because, I mean, it's a Mustang. You can't really go wrong with it. I mean, it's not the, arguably, arguably it's not the best Mustang engine that they have developed. You can't go wrong with a Mustang. So, I guess that'll be my last one. How the hell has no one picked the Acura RSX? Because it's not thousand. I was gonna go SRT four, but I'm. That's the you five thousand under bracket. You you can honestly get those for five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, the RSX is a good car, but it's in a weird place because everybody wants the old light hatches. Um, and the RSX is, you know, it's heavier and it's more expensive, so it kind of gets skipped over and it's in the price bracket of an S2000, so like, why wouldn't you buy the S2000, you know, and get the convertible and the rear wheel drive and all that. 
Um, Backseat golf clubs in than RSX. Yeah, that's true. I'm surprised nobody went with the the catfish, the F body Camaro SS. Thought about it. Oh. Thought about I, it. I had I had a roommate in college that had WS6, and I thought that thing was the baddest friggin' car in the world. And then I kind of grew up and realized <laughs> that it. <laughs> like I don't like the way they look like stock just because it looks like a fish but yeah. I've seen a couple of them that you know you throw some fat tires on it lower it a little bit put a wicked I, cam in it I and it's just about, like because I like the challenge of it I, you know like I love those kind of cars where you could make like car guys in our little peer group go damn man like oh I gotta take back everything bad I said about you because yeah. that looks awesome and I have seen some of them that look really good. It just it, it was on it was on my consideration list. It's tough. I mean, it's a I tough card to love. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's weird because import guys are going to domestics now. Like I, I you know, ten years ago, if you would have said that, I'd have been like, "Hang up on Hunter." <laughs> you know? like, now that kind of stuff is accepted because I don't know. We just want the challenge, so. Yeah. Also, it's cheap now. So guys are like, you know, I could have this ragged out Dodge Neon or I could have a V8 Camaro, you know, for mm -hmm. relatively yeah. the same price. So, yeah. Well, yeah. it goes with the tuner mentality of thing. The tuner mentality has always been take a relatively slow vehicle, probably a four-cylinder, and make it fast. So now we're just taking relatively shitty-looking cars and saying, let's make them look awesome. Well, and I think when I was, you know, a kid in the import scene or whatever... It was very much about just, it was a big middle finger, right? It was like, we're not going to do what's expected. We're going to do something that's totally just because, because F you, you know, is that kind of a thing. And now the import guys, you know, generally speaking, have kind of turned into the predictable ones. So a lot of the domestic guys now are kind of the ones that are like, look, I'm thinking for myself, I'm going to do what I want. I'm not just going to do what's expected. So it is kind of a weird thing going on now where like import mentality is being seen in the domestic world. And then the import guys are the ones that have got the cookie cutter cars. Um, yeah. I mean, that happens with Hondas all the time now. Somebody would be like, oh, I got an EG. It's like, let me guess. It's a K-swap, and the engine bay is a different color, and it's tucked, and it, you know, it's got a freaking spoon sticker or a Mugen sticker, or, you know, like, it's just, it's kind of flipped roles. Um, but, whatever. And what I'm interested to see, it's off topic, is what happens when all these 2000 and, you know, 5 plus Mustangs or the 2010 plus Camaros get cheap. And when they start yeah. making our $10,000 list, <clears throat> there's going to be a clear-cut right and wrong answer on what you yeah. should buy. Dude, um, can you imagine like when these 5.0 Mustangs get to be cheap? Yeah. These new ones? That, yeah. I mean, 435, 460 horsepower bone stock. You're going to have a lot of really, really fast, highly modified cars out there. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Are we done? That's all I got. That's all I got. Hmm. That's all I got too, man. All right. All right. Night, boys. Good night, people. See you guys.